0: Oh, you know, for me, the action is the juice.
1: Goddamn Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. It's only how to do one little kick, and now I'm ruined? No bitch to me. (sighs) Bet with your head. No over it. What's happening, guys? Happy Friday, and welcome to The Juice, the serious gambling podcast for the not-so-serious gambler. We are the Weekend Warriors. We are out here getting after it, betting on some football going into the weekend. Got a good show for you coming off of a winning week. Feels really good to be back in the win column. Uh, Just going to take a quick second, just a, a little quick second here to talk about the other podcast that I host, The Dynasty Warzone. If you are a fantasy footballer, if you just like football talk, if you like good witty banter between friends, then you would love our normal podcast, The Dynasty Warzone. It drops on Thursday mornings right here on the Player Profiler Network. Uh, you can also find it on the Player Profiler YouTube channel. So we are out here. We are able to be found. And we'd love if you found us on Player Profiler. But more importantly, if you find us on YouTube or podcast, you could find the Dynasty Warzone's own feeds. So we have our own podcast network and we have our own YouTube channel. So why don't you slide over there when you're checking us out, Dynasty Warzone, same place as you listen to Player Profiler, and you'll never miss any of our content. So uh, there, there's some shame, some shameless promotion. Uh, I do also want to m- mention the Pick'em Power Hour. If you like Pick'ems, this might be the show for you. The Pick'em Power Hour. It's found right here on the Player Profiler YouTube and Podcast Network. And then, of course, quick word, quick, and then we'll get right into the Survivor segment. We got to do a little quick word from Bet Openly.
0: Hey, so many ask me what's wrong with sports books? Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple they don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them. Most of them, not so much until Bet Openly came along. Bet Openly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer to peer betting in all states, and you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. You heard that right. It's 1%. With Code Underworld, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee on bet openly it gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set think about it that's what betting should be and now that is the reality bet openly.com the code is underworld check it out
1: yeah bet openly and just like it sounds bet openly amongst yourself other betters, and you don't necessarily have to worry about a sports book and you don't have to necessarily worry about that 10 15 20% juice that we pay which is you know the, the 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 name of the show so we'll jump right into this thing let's get into survivor so i got a little uh a little screen grab here for you if you're watching live on youtube this is a tweet from circus sports now as you know if you've listened to this show for any number of times during the the season to date Uh, I always refer to Circa because if you're going to refer to something, refer to the best, refer to the biggest, that is Circus Sports. By the way, if you're looking for a spot, especially the guys, now ladies, we'd we'd love to have you there too. We know you gamble just like we gamble, but, but for the guys, Stadium Swim, it's open year round, heated pool on the roof of the Circus Sports Bar. You can literally hang out at the pool all day. Watch sports. It's great for football season, Super Bowl. I'm sure it'll be packed. And then I think the one that is uh, low-key, the best one to do would be March Madness, like uh, that opening weekend or the Sweet 16 weekend. Circus Sports is a pretty awesome property out in Las Vegas. But Circus Sports runs the largest survivor contest in the world. They are currently down to... Twelve hundred and one entries. So twelve hundred one started with nine thousand two hundred and sixty-seven. So currently, if if you're looking at at the the, the tweet that are the picture that I have posted, each entry has an implied value of seven thousand seven hundred and sixteen dollars. So not quite uh, an eight x of the original entry this is the reason why I play survivor. Now I played, I've been eliminated again. If you've listened for any length of time, this year, um, was like six and zero. Oh, ran into the, the jets. When I had the Eagles, I have since been eliminated. I continue to talk about survivor because it fascinates me. This is like the equity play for me. This is like, I, I don't have so much hubris and, you know, think so highly of myself that the think that I could get them all right for, I think the longest I've ever went in a survivor pool was like week 10. And I think that was a free one, uh, maybe, maybe two and a half years ago. But anyway, um, this is, this is the play I would like to make. I would like to get this thing to where it's worth eight times, 10 times, 12 times what I paid for it so that I could, you know, cash out and, you know, make a little extra, a little extra money on my entry that's kind of what, what I would be doing with it. But I I find it fascinating. So every week until we get down to a survivor, uh, we'll continue to talk about survivor. Um, some of the plays that I mentioned last week, I said, Baltimore and Arizona I said, Baltimore was the top of the list for me. That was good. I said, if you wanted to use Miami hosting new England, I said, I said, that was good. Uh, I said KC was a nice choice, but I'd be saving KC for week 12. Hopefully you did because KC lost outright. Uh, And then Atlanta at Tennessee. You never know what you're going to get with a rookie quarterback. And uh, Will Levis had a hell of a game. Uh, The the one that ended up being the consensus pick across the board, you know, Atlanta fell under my ballsy categories, but Atlanta was under my ballsy category. The Chargers ended up being the chalk pick in Survivor last week. But I said that to me, I thought the Chargers felt ballsy because they're a Chargers and, and they find a way to lose games they should win. Uh, New Orleans was on my ballsy side. They didn't really have too much trouble with my my favorite team, the Colts. And then Dallas. I said Dallas against the Rams was ballsy. I, I, again, I was giving the Rams a lot of credit. And uh, they didn't look too good. So all in all, it was a, was a good list of survivor picks this week. It's, it's not as easy. It's, it's, it's pretty tough. And if you didn't use new Orleans last week, I like new Orleans hosting Tyler Badgent and the bears. Uh, They're an eight and a half, nine point favorite. They're not on my contest card, but that that's one of the bigger favorites on the board. I think the one that I have from what I've read and, and heard the, is the consensus is Cleveland at home against Arizona I don't know that I would lock that in until I hear what Kyler Murray is is going to do. If Kyler's going to play, then this this would be a fine play. I, w- I would love to bet against Clayton Toon on the road in Cleveland, a desert team traveling to the Midwest, right up there against the lake. It's going to be cold. It, it'll be windy. It'll be a lot worse than it is in Arizona currently. So I think that would be my favorite play because you, you probably haven't used Cleveland to date. And then a couple of ballsy plays. I like to call them the uh, the ballsy ones. Atlanta hosting a Kirk cousins Minnesota Vikings. Feels like a solid play. And no clue. No Kirk Cousins. No Justin Jefferson. And Atlanta's not going to blow anybody out, but this is Survivor. You just need to win, and you just need to advance. And then Green Bay. Green Bay's ballsy enough. Without Matt Stafford, I would not put Green Bay on my contest. If Matt Stafford does play, he was listed as questionable when we kicked off the show. So that is Survivor. Um, Continue to be fascinated by it. Like I said, I love the equity play of Survivor. And we'll keep you posted throughout the rest of the regular season. We're going to get into Pick'ems. We're going to get into Palooza. Now, last week, I, I had a really good week. I'd had a bad couple of weeks. Last week was a really, really good week. I went three and one and one. We're going to get into that and one here in in just a second. Uh, I had the Titans at home getting points from Atlanta. I was like, who is Desmond Ritter to go on the road and lay points as a, a road dog? And sure enough, Tennessee won outright. Great debut for Will Levis. Looked really good. And then... I'm recording this live on Friday, the the third of November. If you watched that Thursday night game, if if you were just box score surfing, you probably wouldn't be too blown away with Will Levis's evening. But considering that his betting prop last night was two o five and a half, check sportsbook near you, and he threw for like two sixty, goes to tell you that when these guys are beating their their props by 25%, 30 percent to the over. That means that they're really exceeding expectations. So a big win for the Titans. That was a win for us. Called the Panthers. I even said Panthers will probably win this game. It was a nice spot. Uh, I'm going to talk about CJ Stroud a little bit more here in in the. the I get into this week's pickems, but I think the book's kind of out on him. And I just I felt like the Panthers were going to go all in to get that win against CJ Stroud at home. kind of a weird score, but uh, we'll take it. And then the Seahawks. The Seahawks were kind of my lucky. I I wound up on the right side. They were covering this game for the majority of the time, and then I look up at like at the end of the third quarter, first of the fourth quarter, they're down. And I was like, this this is going to suck. They're losing by three. Uh, Cleveland's got a really good defense. They'll probably kick a game-tying field goal and then They'll kick a field goal in overtime to beat me. But sure enough, they scored the touchdown. Thank you, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Thank you, Geno Smith. They won 24-20, covering the three and a half. So those are my three wins. My loss was the Steelers. And I'm starting to think that the Steelers are the worst good team. If you're watching live on the player profile or YouTube channel, you'll see the air quotes, good team in quotes, it's like they win, but it. I feel like when I watch Pittsburgh, they're winning in spite of themselves. So that was my loss. That was just completely on the wrong side. I thought Florida team going north, not great weather in Pittsburgh. Uh, but sure enough, Steelers got rolled at home. And side note, even though they're on by this week, Jacksonville looking like a really good team. I think they've currently got like the second or third best record in the AFC so I don't see that changing much because the AFC South is a joke but of course my one loss my my, my sorry my push my, my push last week was the goddamn New York Giants now I've only got a sound drop for the Jets but they lost to the Jets so
0: the goddamn Jets
1: the goddamn Jets it's like they're up 10 to 7 and I'm, I'm watching the game I'm just like I'm not watching the game but I'm watching the game I'm monitoring the game. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it on my phone because I was actually enjoying the 49ers and the Bengals, but I'm keeping an eye on it. I'm like 10 to 7, solid, less than five minutes to go. So they're in field goal range. Didn't get the recap to the end of the game. You know They, they decide not to go for it on fourth and one, even if they don't make it. You wind up in the same spot, I guess, they ended up by missing the field goal. I kind of get Brian Dayball's philosophy. is like, hey, I'll kick the field goal. I'll go up by six. That means Zach Wilson would have to drive the length of the field and throw a touchdown or or, or get a touchdown to to win the game. So I, I get that. I, I think I would have preferred him trying to get the one yard. I mean, you do have Saquon Barkley. He's been off the injured list for a while but that was my my tie so I went three one and one on the season that moves me to 16 21 and three um not loving it but loving the direction we're going i'm I'm, I'm really starting to feel like I've I, I, I've got some teams that I, I'm just trying to avoid and just I'm, I'm focusing on the numbers and the spots so I am going to share if you're watching live on YouTube you'll be able to see my screen and got to hit the share button. There it is right there. So this is this week's card. So my, my first game. Now, this first bet, Chiefs and Miami, they're in Germany. Uh, great for us as American sports consumers because we'll be able to watch football at 9 a.m. in the morning. But the Chiefs, lane one and a half. You can see it on my, my card here. Lane one and a half kind of on the road. I guess everybody's on the road. They're in Germany. Here's the stat that I, that, that I heard today is that in his career, Patrick Mahomes is 16. No, excuse me, 19, six and one, I got in six and nine. I got, got those inverted. It can happen, but he was 19, six and one. Anytime that he's been an underdog, or a favorite of less than three. Basically, at one and a half, I just really need Kansas City to win the game. And I've seen enough of Miami to know this year they're kind of like Dallas. When Miami's supposed to win and and playing a a bad team or a team they should beat, they they do a good job of it. And not only do they beat them, they smack them around like they did the Giants and and the Panthers and, and especially the Broncos. But then when they play a good team, they get smacked around. You know they got whooped on the road at Buffalo. They got whooped uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles a couple weeks ago, and now they got to play the Chiefs. Two dynamic offenses. So if you call their offenses, got to call Miami a little bit better. But Chiefs have got a good offense. But the Chiefs have got a top five per DVOA, a top five defense, and that's the edge for me. So I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm laying the point and a half. Basically, need them to win outright. Next game, and this is going to be a theme. This is kind of what got me back on track last week. Is it's like I'm looking for bad teams laying points, especially on the road, and it's the Commanders getting three at New England. I don't think there's not many teams. Period. That you should have New England favored over anybody including Arizona. We've seen life out of Arizona, In- including Carolina. We just saw spunk out of them. Like if this game was a pick, okay. So you're telling me these are even teams. If you're, given, if you're given New England two, two and a half points for home field advantage, that tells me on a neutral field, you think these are even teams. I don't think so. And I think this number is derived from the fact that people just assume that Washington's tanking, but Think back to Miami, speaking of Miami a couple of years ago, oh, they're they're going to tank for Tua, and they're going to tank. And allegedly, the owner was offering Brian Flores, who was the head coach at the time, money to tank. And players don't tank. Coaches don't tank. Front offices may want to tank. Owners, you know, primary shareholders, they may want to tank. Teams don't. I think I'm getting the – well, I know I'm getting the better offense – and I'm going to take the Commanders on the road plus three. I wish I had locked this in earlier when it was three and a half. It's been bet down, but this is a number I like. Uh, Now, this right here, I'm I'm going to take a road team. I'm going to take the Buccaneers getting three, just like the Commanders, also on the road, just like the Commanders. They're going to Houston to get three. I just faded Houston last week as a favorite. Now, last week it was on the road, but I'm getting the well-rested team. You know, Houston is coming off of a travel game. They traveled to Carolina. They're now back home. But the Buccaneers last played at home. They played on Thursday night, and they've had the rest. And I'm going to take the rest advantage. Uh, I also think the book is out a little bit on C.J. Stroud. This was part of my handicap last week. Not that he can't be good for fantasy and not that he won't have games here or there. But I I just think I'm I'm getting the 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 better part of the situation. I like the number. If it was two and a half, this wouldn't be on my card. I'd love it at three and a half because I I I like the three and three seem to be wild this week because I've got a third one. I've got the Packers at home laying three. Now part of this is I believe that due to elevating a another quarterback to the team that the Rams are telling us that they don't anticipate Matt Stafford playing. The game is in Green Bay. I don't love, like I said, I'm trying to avoid this where I can't. I don't love laying points with a bad team, but I, I just, without without Matt Stafford, how does this offense work? And we've seen the Packers be able to do well at home, and 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 that's the handicap here. I, was, I, I like Green Bay. I like him at home. Give me the Packers minus the three. And then the final one, I I try not to have any bias on this. It's like the Colts minus two. So again, I don't know what what you would consider Carolina's home field to be worth. I know what I consider it to be worth. But to me, it's, it's worth about a point, point and a half. So that tells me on a neutral, this is a three, three and a half game. I just think the Colts are better. The Colts are like one of two teams in the entire league to have scored 20 or more points in every single game. And I don't think that stops here. I just don't know how Carolina generates the offense to keep up. I think this is just, we saw the Colts get beat by what a team that I think has been good all year. I think New Orleans is a good team. I think they're poorly coached. New Orleans came into Indianapolis. They were off the Thursday night game. They had the, the, the 10 days rest, and they went into Indy and took care of business you know i think the and i think the colts will be able to go into carolina and take care of business so for me here's my card for the week coming off of a 3-1 one and 1 week we're going chiefs minus a point and a half in germany against the dolphins commanders plus 3 on the road in new england buccaneers plus 3 on the road in houston the packers minus 3 at home and the colts Minus two on the road in Carolina. So those are my pick'em picks. Uh, I want to get into all of those pick'ems that I'll be doing or you know, gambling props, what whatever it is that, that you want to call them. However you bet them, however you may use them. Maybe you're fade me right now. I don't know. But uh you can you can use some of these if you go to underdog.
0: It has been two years since Josh Larkey paved the way for fantasy gamers to start expecting positive returns from pick'em games specifically underdog pick'ems and how do you do it well you look at a slate and you find a great shootout or a sneaky shootout you also look for a shit show game three four five six guys in one game that's right you can do it you can do it and you can 100x your payout on underdog think about week one Jets-Bills was a shit show. Did we see the Aaron Rodgers injury coming? No, but we knew the Jets have a good defense. We knew the Bills have a good defense. Why not expect the worst? And the worst is what we got. So if you had gone Dalvin Cook less than, Garrett Wilson less than, Aaron Rodgers less than, Josh Allen less than, Gabriel Davis less than, boom, 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 boom. boom. You can go six for six. Same thing in week two. Oh, week two. Oh, sneaky shootout there in Philadelphia. Minnesota's going to be in comeback mode, so we'll go cousins Jefferson, Hawkinson, more than. Madison, less than. But also, Swift, more than. Boom, 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 boom. That's how you do it with the underdog pick And you use promo code UNDERWORLD to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You put in 100 Underdog matches that deposit up to $100 bucks with promo code UNDERWORLD. Go start picking.
1: Yes, indeed. Fine sponsor of the show, Underdog. You can put some of these player props to use. You can mix them all together. I think you got to go a minimum of two. It may be three, but uh, a great place, safe place. Uh, Again, when you put money in, you have to feel like, hey, I can get money out. And and that's one of the, the benefits of going with a spot like Underdog. So last week, went two and two on props, 12 and 12 on the season. Just kind of feel like I'm I'm stuck. Um the, the two that I nailed I, I felt really good on. Um I'll start with the first one, and it was Derek Carr. Had Derek Carr over 236 and uh, a half. that was an easy dub. Uh thanks to Rashid Shahid in, in, in large part, him and Alvin Kamara taking all those passes, getting all those yards. He cruised over 236 and a half. That was an easy win. And then the one that that I, I really felt like the handicap was spot on with was travis etn under three and a half receptions um, he clearly went over his receiving yardage prop he had the real nice long touchdown reception but he only had three receptions and i i felt really good about that one but then i had to double down i couldn't leave well enough alone last week i could have just picked one or the other on isaiah pacheco i felt good about the handicap you know I had him at three and a half receptions. He finished with three. He had three pretty early, and he did go with negative yards. I saw his first catch again, wasn't watching, was monitoring. I was monitoring this bet, and his first catch was like for negative eight or ten yards or something ridiculous, and he finished with three for negative three. So uh, I put the extra unit out there. I put the extra prop out there. So that's what caused me to go two and two. Should have went two and one. Doesn't shoulda woulda coulda. Doesn't matter. Um, I said it was an official play. It's an official play, it goes on the record. So uh keeping me at 12 and 12 on the season. Let's jump into the first one. And I tell you, um, I'm gonna lay a little bit more juice on a couple of these than I normally do. These are courtesy of Bet MGM. Now, if you decide to go to Bet MGM and you live in a municipality to where Gambling is legal. Use promo code underworld for a deposit match and some free bets, and you just check it out. Go there, download the app, put in promo code underworld, and you'll see what's up. So, I'm going to share my screen. There we go. Um, we got some props, and the first one, my first prop this week, is I'm going one of my absolute favorites. I'm higher on this guy than probably a lot of the dynasty and fantasy space, but. I think this is a bad matchup, and this is Justin Herbert over 200, I'm excuse me, under, under, U-N-D-E-R. I'm going under, under Justin Herbert, 250 and a half passing yards. Um, it's even juice either way. They got it minus a dollar fifteen at, at both sides. To me, this is the fact that the Jets are one of the top five defenses in the league in yards allowed to the quarterback position. But the other thing is, as I'm, I think Josh Palmer will play. He's clearly not right. So what's that leave him down to? Quentin Johnston. We make fun of him a lot on the Dynasty War Zone. And then Keenan Allen. Donald Parham's banged up. Gerald Everett's banged up. I'm sure Eckler will play. I think this is a low scoring game. I think 250 is is about 10 yards high. If this was 240 and a half, I I wouldn't be on this play. But I saw this number and I thought, man, that's a really, really good number. And I, I couldn't wait to take it. So I'm going Justin Herber under 250 and a half passing yards. Part of the reason why I love that so much is without Mike Williams, who's been out for the last month or so, is they don't have like that big home run guy. Right. You have a lot of nice guys that that can get, you know, get a first down, extended drive, you know, get 10 yards, get 12 yards. But with Butterfingers Johnston, I mean, it really leaves Palmer, who's not a take the top off the defense guy. Same with Keenan Allen. Um, the tight everybody's banged up. It's a very banged up receiving core and a really good pass defense. I really like this prop, and I like not having to lay a ton of juice. All right, this next one. This next one is Josh Jacobs under three and a half receptions. This is very similar handicap to what I did last week with Travis Etienne. This is about the matchup. The Raiders have been very stingy. They're in the bottom three of the league in receptions allowed to the running back position. Part of that is, is because you can run on them real well, but if you think about it, even last week, um, Jameer Gibbs did fine. I think he had four uh but like he didn't set the world on fire in the passing game coming off of, of, of 10 receptions. And, and part of this is, is just a fade of Danny Dimes. I think Danny Dimes is more likely to tuck the ball and run than to check down to a running back. I, I don't think that Vegas wants to make this number two and a half because if they did, I think the money would be coming in on the over. I think three is the right number. So I am going under three and a half Josh Jacobs, Receptions, and then this final one, um, I actually put both. So I, I'm scrolling back and f- back and forth. I'm not doing the fourth bet this week. I'm sticking with my three bets, but I'm I'm gonna bring up both. So this is my official play. If you're watching live on YouTube, Cade Otten, tight end for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I'm going under three and a half receptions. Got to lay a buck sixty. So if I if I want to win my 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 normal twenty dollar Unit I've got a you know bet about thirty three dollars. Well, I want to think the math right there. I got about thirty some odd bucks to win my to win my twenty dollar unit. But I don't think he's getting four receptions. He's not a target magnet. Obviously that's that's Chris Godwin, and then you've got Mike Evans. We use Rashid, you know Rashad White in the passing game. And Houston is one of the top five defenses against the tight end this year in terms of receptions. So pretty easy handicap. Plus, I think Houston, based, see my pickems. I think Tampa Bay is going to be winning this game, and I don't think there'll be a lot of dinks and dunks. I, I think this is going to be a, a, a nice finish for the Houston Texans to lose. To, to, excuse me, Houston will be in the dink and dunk situation, not Tampa Bay. Love, love, love. I, I was hoping this number was going to be 2.5, and, and, and I looked, and it was 3.5. And, and I slammed it on the card. And then under 25 and a half yards. I'm not making that a play, but I do want to share that with you. Um, because again, Houston is a really, really tough matchup for the, the tight end position this year. So so that's my card. I'm going Cade Otten under three and a half receptions. I am going Josh Jacobs, also under three and a half receptions, and then Justin Herbert under. 250 and a half passing yards. So so those are my plays for the week. Um hoping to have another back-to-back good week in a row especially on the Pickems. Get that record above 55% by the end of the year. That's my goal. I want to be at 55%. If you can hit at 53%, then that's a win rate that will allow you to be profitable. Uh, I know that's what pro you know pro gamblers strive to be, and I I strive to provide good content for you guys. Um, but I'm going to get out of here. I will be back on Thursday next week doing the Dynasty War Zone. Please consider checking out our sponsors: Bet Openly promo code Underworld and Underdog promo code Underworld. But until next time, I will catch you guys on Thursday for the Dynasty War Zone. I'll be back here next Friday for the Juice. Have a good weekend. Remember, bet with your head, not over it. Have a great week, guys. I will see you next Friday.
0: Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible, to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show. Figure you're a little juice, oos No the juice.
1: When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing.